This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hello everyone and welcome to the WTF1 Fantasy F1 show brought to you by Grid Rival. You're joined by myself, Amber Jones and the lovely Hayden Gullis. We will have some guests yeah. that I'll get into very soon, but how are you feeling Hayden? I'm feeling good, you're being nice again. This I is always, am. Always a good start to the day. I'm excited, a new season of Formula 1 is about to begin and I'm going to destroy every guest that we've got in this uh, Fantasy F1 league that we've got going. Well we've got Bahrain this weekend. Mm -hmm. Everyone's picked a team. We will have 24 celebrity players. We've got two that we're joined by today. The first one being the lovely Luke Sam. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Thank How you, are thank you? Thank you for having me. I'm very good. What about yourselves? Yes. Feeling good. Very good. Very excited for this weekend. Yes. Yes. No, the feeling of a new F1 season. It's always exciting. Always exciting. So tell us a little bit then how you got into F1. Uh, I'm a little bit of a half-half. I was, I was dabbling in it prior to Drive, uh, Drive to Survive. Um, but I had way too many people telling me to watch that, so I gave it a crack and um, <laughs> watched every race since. And you also are a content creator at Veloce, so how yes. did you get into that then? Um, I hit them up. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I love networking, that's my thing. So um, I made a few friends, they gave me an email to, to shoot off and, and I hit them up and they were like, yeah, we were about to message you, so, so let's do it. It's very cool. <laughs> and in terms of, you know, favorite drivers, before we get into obviously who yes. you picked for your team, yeah. any teams that you're rooting for, any drivers that you're rooting for? Um, I'm very much a driver person. Um, whatever, wherever this driver goes, I will follow them. I like to try and stay in neutral when it comes to content, try and look at it as a race. Uh, but I think Lewis is my guy. <laughs> Lewis is my guy. In terms of teams, it's more Mercedes power. Anyone with a Mercedes power mm -hmm. unit. So uh, you've got a good strong head on you there, really, haven't <laughs> yeah. you? I thought it was going to be a Max Verstappen. Yeah, not you get a Max that Verstappen vibe? Fan. Yeah, no. I really thought so. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan, uh, but I, I wouldn't say he's at the top. He's not at the top. Mid-pack. Mid-pack, below Mid -pack, the Aussies. Okay. Hmm, that, that's fair enough. Should we introduce our next guest? Our second lovely guest is Ash Vandelay, all the way from America. How are you, Ash? Uh, I'm doing great. Luckily, it's not too early because usually when I watch Formula One races, I'm up, you know, five, six <laughs> and I'm, o I'm only on the East Coast. So that's doing it pretty easy. How are you guys doing? Yes, we're good. We Super good. excited. So excited to have you guys with us. So we might as well jump in into your role. So it. you were a sim racer and you're also now a part of the Rebel Sim Racing team. Yes, uh, luckily I don't sim race for the team, <laughs> luckily with a bunch of content <laughs> yeah. creators, but yeah, I also work with like NASCAR, GT World Challenge America, so I kind of love having that unique perspective of all the motorsports when kind of doing the fantasy stuff and thinking of different stats and things, so uh, I love kind of talking about this. I mean, you're part of the, uh, the, Red Bull, the Red Bull sim racing uh, team and you've got Dirk Chocolate there, so I'm sure that you're not the worst yeah. content creator because <laughs> he is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can't forget about Pondin. So, you know, the competition's fierce on who, which one, what day, and what kind of content we're doing. <laughs> Hayden's making some enemies already. How could you, Hayden? Uh, Dirk Chocolate's always getting shots from me. He's never safe. <laughs> but I did see that when you first came into F1, I think your parents kind of told you to support Robert Kubica. Is that true? 
Yes. So yeah, I started watching Formula One in 2006. Uh, my parents are immigrated from Poland to Brooklyn, New York, and w- that's 17 years ago, which I calculated uh, yesterday, and I was like, oh wow, that's that's a long time. Uh, and uh, yeah, so yeah, we started watching Robert Kubica and just been watching ever since, texting my dad regardless if I'm home or uh, mm-hmm. away. So obviously he's not a part of the sport anymore. Who are you supporting, whether it's a team or driver? Let us know. Yeah, so uh, I obviously will have to go Max and Sergio. I mean, I mean, they did so well last year. I, I mean, we'll talk about it in a second, but this year seems kind of evident, especially with the times coming out of free practice one and free practice two this morning. And I've always rooted for Lewis Hamilton. He did an incredible job last year. He, like, punched that car above its weight class, so I'm assuming he's going to do it again this year. And uh, Joe Guanyu is one of my favorites. I think he's underrated, so I'm, I keep Yes, big up my boy, Joe. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've actually got a tendency, haven't I, Hayden, of, mm-hmm. you know, you work with Red Bull esports team. So naturally, you know, you probably should say the Red Bull guys, but I have a tendency to ask people that work with teams. Stop trying to get Red Bull who else do they support? content creators fired. I know. We were trying, trying to get the headlines <laughs> and we're speaking to Ponden right in front of um, Laura, who is one of your managers. And I uh, was like, but no, who do you actually support? And I'm like, well, obviously he's going to say Red Bull. I was like, no, 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 no. Be no. honest. Come on. <laughs> he's not Bye. just going to say <laughs> Be I'm honest. There is a Mercedes fan that's always, every video I post, regardless if it's about WEC or Formula One or NASCAR, they'll be like, oh, you should join Mercedes. And I was like, great. This is, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do here. But, you know, you, you are going to back up Red Bull, obviously. Hayden. Mm-hmm. You're a massive, well, before we get on to our teams that we've picked, obviously you're a massive Stroll fan, Joe fan, yeah. but if you had to pick one team and driver, who are you going for? Well, those two. No, no, out of the group. I just know you like them. Aston <laughs> Martin like team, I've always loved a green car. I think with teams and Formula One, drivers change. I, I, I've never really been a person who uh, sticks necessarily to one team or or. or well, one team really. Drivers, usually you stick to one driver, but yeah. to a team I've never really been like a diehard, like a Tafosi, for example. Um, but if they have a bang colour scheme, then I'm always going to be leaning slightly more towards that. And I love British Racing Green. I always loved the Lotus back in the day, um, even you know, not too recent ago, 2010s, 2011. Beautiful livery cars. So uh, yeah, Aston team, driver. I've got to rock my boy Joe. I've got to, got to back that corner. Good lad. You've come dress the part today as well. I have. Exactly. Yep, that's my green. <laughs> exactly. Don't ask me because we'll be here for 10 hours. Yeah, if you, you ask me, I I've actually physically can't tell you. <laughs> no, I, I do think at the minute, I think it's Leclerc and Hamilton. I think we'll stick with that. Still, Great. Well, you said for one next driver year. and you say two. Leclerc <laughs> and Hamilton. <laughs> that's why I say don't ask me. I'll never give you one answer. Name all 20. You know, exactly. So I think every person I've told a different answer to. So at this point, it could be all 20. But it's interesting to find out, Luke, what is one of your favorite tracks on the calendar? One of my favorite tracks. um, I've actually had the pleasure of being at this one. I went to Singapore two years ago. Mm. Absolutely love that track. That was right before the the track changed. They got rid of a whole section. And I sat in that section. So (laughs) not many people can say that anymore. Yeah. Good. Good. Good choice, good choice. Very good. There's, yeah, a, there's a drone show there. You know, there's yeah. so much going on. Very, very cool. Yeah. And Ash, what about yourself? Gosh, can I give two? Because one is stereotypical. Yeah. I'm going to say CODA, Circuit of the Americas. And <laughs> I feel like that's cheating. And I got to represent <laughs> the United States. Uh, I love the facilities there. I love the staff there. I love the racing there, regardless of its MotoGP, understanding they have some issues with the uh, with the track asphalt itself. But the racing's great. And yeah, it's I think it's a great facility. Downtown Austin is 
can go there, enjoy yourself. So a lot of tracks are usually in the middle of nowhere, especially in the United States. So really nice when a track is nearby. And then speaking of middle of nowhere, Spa uh, was luckily there for the 24 hours and love watching the racing there regardless of where it is and what's going on. So I love Spa. It's a classic. And I think I, I, think I teared up a little bit when I visited. So <laughs> it, it is a, a dream come a- true for sure beautiful place to go it's just yeah. like you're you can be sat, i was sat, sat at the bus stop chicane so the last corner and you can see who on just sort of really far in the distance it looks like it's miles away you can also see a little bit of the the camel straight as well and it's just a beautiful place to be that you're watching you know these racing cars through the trees in just the middle of nowhere and it's just a beautiful place to be yeah, doing a track walk definitely humbled me. So, <laughs> very so a lot gorgeous. of hills, a lot yeah. of walking. <laughs> I actually know um, a commentator for the Motorsport series, and he always runs it, and he runs it like a million oh times. And you know, he he's an older gentleman as well. So I thought, wow, he's really putting me to shame. <laughs> yeah, I can't even walk it. <laughs> Never mind, <laughs> run it. But no one's mentioned Monaco. I'd like to get your thoughts on Monaco I'd as a track, really. That I'd would be one of there. your favorites. Yeah, I mean, I've been to Spa, loved it. Uh, definitely would be at the top of my list. Um, but Monaco, yeah, I don't care. that it's, uh, it's not maybe the most exciting race. The qualifying is just unreal uh, mm-hmm. to watch Formula One drivers. And it's the biggest challenge to do 78 laps nonstop, pushing flat out millimeters between the barriers and their flowing corners. You go to like a Baku and it's still a really difficult circuit and Singapore is still a really difficult circuit, yeah. but it's 90 degree corners. It's a lot kind of sl- uh, slower. Stopping and starting. Yeah, and whereas mm-hmm. you know that swimming pool section, that third section in Monaco is just absolutely threading the needle and throwing yep. it in. Yeah. Yeah, because agree. no one really likes, you know, a lot of people have a bit of a, a negative view, don't mm-hmm. they, on the racing at Monaco. Obviously it's great in terms of history when it comes to racing, People yeah, like to say a lot of the cars yeah. are a lot larger than what they used mm-hmm. to be. So we're not going to see that closer racing. But Luke, what would you say about Monaco? Uh, I have to completely agree. I think the, the Sat day in, in Monaco is my favorite day of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. We don't, we, you wouldn't see what Max did last year anywhere else. Yep. Um, the, the final s- sector is just amazing. Somewhere I, I definitely want to go. It'd be nice to watch it from a yacht or from a balcony. But um, yeah, a- a- anywhere on that track would be, would be a really good spot. And a tunnel as well. Yeah. How can we not mention the tunnel? Exactly, which we walked through recently. If you watched our first video uh, when we were in Monaco, we did actually have a nice little walk and a chat through the tunnel, which was really cool. Yep, and I found a Formula One car before you, so I win. Uh, Should we (laughs) discuss (laughs) fantasy teams now? Should we get into why we are here? Yes, so we have a league called Golden Helmet, which, like I mentioned, has our 24 celebrity players in it, but the Bahrain GP is coming up, so we've all got our teams ready. Mm. So we might as well get into who we've chosen on our teams. We might as well, yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I have gone with Red Bull. I mean, I feel like it's an obvious choice to go for Red Bull as a team because they're not going to lose the performance game that they had last year. They might be caught up by teams, potentially. Who knows? But it doesn't mean that they're going to go from the top to the bottom. Like, they could be in a fight up at the top, but there's no way they're coming out of that top fight. So for me... Red Bull is a solid choice, and so is Max Verstappen. So I've gone big for both Wowee. straight away, which yep. means I have to save a little bit of money elsewhere. You but I've spent been smart a lot of money it, on okay? that one. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo, RB. I've said it on our own podcast that I think the Red B, the, the Red B, the RB, <laughs> the Red B. We're mixing all the team names together. Uh, the RB is going to be a strong team. I think you know they've, they've taken a lot of components from the RB19, and it's still going to be a very very strong car. And I think Daniel Ricciardo can definitely help that team to be nearer the front. We've already seen it 
in FP1 in Bahrain. It's looking very strong right at yes. the top of the pack. Okay, we can't take everything from that first practice session, but I'm a little bit hopeful. Now, the other drivers I've gone for, Albon will most likely beat his teammate across the whole season. So there's those, those, that teammate bonus points across the year and has some really strong results throughout the season. So I'm going for Albon in that sense. I've got to back my boy Joe. Got to put him in the team. Of I'm course. rooting for him. I'm hoping that the state team can be very strong this year. And they can also be uh, cemented themselves in that upper midfield section. And finally, I've gone Logan Sargent. Now, some people okay. might be listening going, why Logan Sargent? Because you get overtaking points. So as long as he just finishes the race, regardless <laughs> of whether he qualifies at the back, as long as he finishes the race, he's bound to get some overtaking points. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. I think the best person to have last year would have been Sergio Perez. Mm -hmm. you know, mm. he, He'd loved an overtake. Qualifying yeah. poorly and, and yeah. make his way up through the field. I like that. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's a, a strong team. However, so I saw a little notification from Good Rival and it said having Max Verstappen in your team might actually be an error. Don't know what the error is. We'll find out very soon. <laughs> but I don't understand why it would be an error. I mean, I guess he's not going to get you any of the other points, potentially like the mm -hmm. overtaken ones or the improvement ones. So just to quickly run us through how you can win some points, the six different ways. Obviously, you've got race position, you've got qualifying points, overtaking points, improvement points, beating a teammate points, and completion points. So potentially that's why having Max on your team might not get you all yeah. those extra points. But Luke, tell us, who have you gone with? All right. Uh, I whipped this up before I got here, so forgive me. But I still think it's a very, very solid team. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, for one round, I have signed the drain covers because I think they'll be putting in purple <laughs> sectors in Barre. Um, no, the, the constructor I've chosen is Racing Bulls. I think that's a very, okay. very good budget team. You were saying you've got mm -hmm. faith in them. Mm -hmm. yep. So do I. Taking, taking parts from the RB19, mm -hmm. we saw free practice, you know, just kind of piggybacking off what you're saying. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, and I've also taken the driver pairing. I've taken Daniel Ricciardo and I've taken Yuki Tsunoda. Ah. Uh, good results for RB mean good results mm -hmm. from these two. Um, if they're starting midfield, they probably will be overtaking as well. Um, I've taken a bit more Aussie pride in me, Oscar Piastri as well. I mean, it's a solid I show. I thought so, yeah. yeah. I thought you'd have an Aussie on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's we got both. Both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If there's any more, to. Jack Dewan, if I could put him in there, I probably Liam would. Liam Lawson. Yeah. yeah there so you go. coming in. <laughs> um, no, he, I think he's a really good pick. He probably won't get the, the teammate bonus, beating yeah. a teammate. Uh, but in comparing the average points from what he scored and what Lando scored, mm -hmm. plus their price, I think that Piastri was a much yeah. much smarter pick. I yeah. think he and could have a stronger season this season as well and be closer yeah. to Lando oh, in absolutely. the second season for sure. Oh, 100%. Um, and because, of, because I've taken the Racing Bulls pairing and the team I've got a little bit to spend <laughs> now you know what I'm I mean I'm going to guess is Lewis Hamilton in there have no. we gone for oh you I haven't gone not. for your boy I had to, I had to go oh, against my better okay. judgement oh, and not no. go Lewis <laughs> who have you gone for I've gone for Fernando Alonso okay yeah that's, that's a good strong shot. one yeah, he'll, he'll always get those overtakes in uh, mm -hmm. beat exactly. his teammate uh, qualify well as well which is really really good um, and Carlos Sainz I think he's got, with, with his last season at Ferrari, he's going to want to improve a little bit this year. Mm -hmm. So I've taken him for the first little part of this season. I wonder with Carlos Sainz, because Ferrari always usually have a dominant number one driver. They always like to lean towards a number one driver. Whether now that Sainz is on the way out, that they are going to give the majority of you know strategies and all that stuff to, to Leclerc and maybe Carlos Sainz is going to be, unfortunately, yeah, left out a little bit Yeah, kind of on the back there. foot a little bit. I have to agree. Uh, but we have seen in the past that, 
He just Carlos, ignores it, doesn't he? Yeah, he just kind of <laughs> he, he races his, his own race, and he's a he's an engineer and a race car driver at the same time. Yeah, and it's kind of it's concerning for Ferrari this year because they're in Operation Relaunch, yeah. whatever that means, and. It, it's weird because they're the only other team. Just get ready for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, pretty much. Plan Z. <laughs> yeah, plan, <laughs> yeah, plan Z. But they're the only other team last year to have won a race other than Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And they want to relaunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my theory on that isn't they're not relaunching the car. They're relaunching the management mm-hmm. and, yeah. and their discussion with the drivers during the race. So if they can pick that up, if they yeah. can fix up the strategies, which they know are an area of improvement for them, yeah. um, he, he could score some massive points. I do think that's a good point, though, because everyone always says, you know, oh, Ferrari have a number one. But I don't think we see that when it signs and Leclerc, like you say, he does what he wants to do at the end of the day. So having that pair, I never thought, you know, yeah, okay, it's Leclerc. But I never really saw that. And obviously, because they always get the strategy. Who knows what's going on with their strategy half the time then? There's never really a definite one, two because something else happens. Yeah, if if we're thinking that now... What happens when Lewis joins? Yes. We've got Charles and Lewis. Who's the number one? <laughs> Is it a flip of a coin? Okay, Ash, <laughs> we're going to get into your team. Who have you picked? Um, awfully similar to Luke, uh, Visa, Cash App, RB. It just, they're just like a oh. solid, consistent pairing. This side, let's go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean... Is just I think it was just a good pick. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Yuki and Daniel Ricardo finished top five every day of uh, testing, which of course you can't judge everything on because it's testing. But you know, I just feel pretty confident they'll be consistent. We'll get those passes. We'll get them finished pretty high. So I feel like that was a safe choice. And then I did the same thing. I also have Yuki Sonoda and Daniel Ricardo <laughs> as a driver <Okay>. pairing. <laughs> um, have you two, you know, chatted? <laughs> no, not at all. He was talking. I was like, oh, I should change this. Should <laughs> give the show some more flavor. Uh, but I also did pick uh, Zhou Guanyu as just th- that was my. I like him a lot. I want him to do well. Going to get those overtakes hopefully this year. And did well in Bahrain in the other season. So I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just holding on. <laughs> and then I picked Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc for my last two. So last two. money's pretty yeah. tight on my team. So please don't crush it. Yeah, cars. I was gonna say, like, how much did you spend there? You got a great team. I, I yeah, spent a lot. I have I have a 1.2 million left. So oh, I'm on the exact yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm on the same track. So. <laughs> if I go on conservative, oh. <laughs> I do like how the different obviously tactics between myself and you two as well. You two have gone for the cheaper team, but then allowed yourself to spend more on drivers having Leclerc and Verstappen in there, whereas I've got the team. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I've gone listening to all of you now. I've gone kind of like... Both. Are you sitting on the fence? <laughs> no, no. Have you been... <laughs> Wait, who did you pick? You so, love sitting on the fence. Well, no, but I've gone for a mix of, you know, your stronger drivers and a strong team, but also mm-hmm. with some lower-end drivers in there because yeah, yeah. I didn't have a lot of money left. <laughs> so I went for Ferrari. Okay. Because, okay. you know, I knew I wasn't be able to afford Red Bull mm-hmm. because I wanted Max, but I also wanted, like, another second strong contender so Ferrari, I thought, I think they're going to have a great season this year. Like, I'm very hopeful. I think testing's been quite promising. So I'm hoping for that. So let's see. Then Max Verstappen, of course. We know he's going to end up winning, hopefully, all of the races for my league. I don't really want that to happen, but for this. <laughs> and then I've gone Oscar Piastri. Strong contender. Yep. You know, he had a great season. I think we're going to see more from him. Hopefully the McLaren car is performing well. We don't really know. They've had a few little problems in testing, but we'll see. And then I've gone... Bottas. Okay, because you because you like Bottas, him. Okay. Um, I didn't have much money left, so <laughs> I wouldn't actually have had Bottas on my team. But I thought out of the rest, 
He's a he's a strong driver. Yeah. You know, he's a reliable driver. He's going to be a great teammate. So there might be some, you know, teammate battles going on there. I can get that extra points with him. But he's mm. also like a safe driver. So he's not going to ruin a race. I think he's still going to get to the end of it despite having a teammate battle. Yeah. Then I've gone for Albon. Great time for Williams right now with Albon. Again, a strong driver. He was a little bit cheaper, which was great. I think he's still going to get those points this season as well. So I thought he's another great person to have on my team. And then unfortunately, I didn't really want to go with a Haas, but I really had no money left and I actually couldn't afford Logan Sargent. Hey, so listen, overtaking points, as long as Kevin Magnussen finishes the race... <laughs> then you're bound to get some overtaken points because well, those, those Haas cars are not looking good at the moment. The thing is, though, obviously, Kevin Magnussen as a driver is aggressive. You know he's going to push. So I thought, okay, the Haas isn't looking fantastic. But let's hope that like Magnussen can do something <laughs> yeah. with that car. I think, I think it's a wiser choice with the two Haas drivers because last year we saw Magnussen gain positions and we yeah. saw Hulkenberg have a really strong qualifying but then lose positions in the race because the car really struggled with tyre wear. So... I think out of the two Haas drivers, I think you've gone for the better, better shout for gaining you points in that sense. Yeah, I can see no one else went for a Haas driver, wisely so. It might be a dark horse, you never could know. Could be, could be. You I mean, know. you know, we've only seen testing, we've only seen a, one practice session so far. So they could come out of the blocks in qualifying, have been sandbagging and be a strong midfield team. Exactly, I mean, you it, never know. In addition to the first race of the season, there's always a bunch of DNFs, a lot of unreliability, <clears throat> especially... <clears throat> We seen from McLaren the past the three days of testing they had a lot of issues so I didn't pick McLaren like I was thinking really solely on the first race I was like what is going to happen to the car on the race <laughs> during the race weekend I don't know if I trust it uh, <laughs> especially the, if you remember 2023 2022 mm -hmm. uh, 2023 had three DNFs with six drivers a lap or more behind and mm -hmm. then 2022 also had its lack of uh, I mean Red Bull had that fuel pump issue so. I'm also very nervous. I feel like the first race of the season, our fantasy teams just might be, it's going to be a race of attrition for the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel nervous as well. I mean, I, over testing, they've been talking about the, the Red Bull. And whilst it looks strong, uh, there has been a few little reliability issues here and there with the new philosophy. And it's a big change, you know. And we saw that maybe at 20, in 2022 with the new regulations. Obviously, Nui built a really strong car, but there was a few reliability issues that allowed Charles Leclerc to stay in a championship fight a little bit longer once yeah. they were able to fix that car then they annihilated the rest of the field and of course we see what happened mm -hmm. last year as well so I think yeah having Red Bull and Max Verstappen in my team obviously is a strong choice in terms of pace but reliability also could let me down no I think you'll get some good points in there okay before we wrap it up quick fire from Luke and Ash podium predictions Podium predictions. Ooh. I've I've thought about this, so it's all right. I can calm down <laughs> a little bit. Um, I've gone for a, a, a colourful podium. Okay. Wow. Different teams. Uh, Max is going to win. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to absolutely romp it unless they see a 2022 happen all mm -hmm. over again. Uh, and then it's going to be Carlos. Okay. That's why he's in the team as well. <laughs> uh, and then I've gone for Lando Norris. Oh. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Okay. Mm. That is a good little podium we've got there. Are Ash, what about yourself? each other again? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to go for the same? <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm so curious. Why did you pick Lando Norris just as your podium? Ooh. Uh, this was before FP1 happened. Um, <laughs> so I could probably, I could probably change it up a little bit. And seeing, seeing the RBs go better in, in practice is a little bit interesting, but mm -hmm. I feel like Lando doesn't need the best car to sneak onto the podium. All these podiums have always been, he's thereabouts, something happens in front of him, like we've spoken about with the reliability, mm -hmm. and he just kind of sneaks his way onto there. Mm -hmm. 
That's a great assessment. I agree. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's just going to be the fastest of everyone. I'll be like, mm, we can do it. Um, we'll need more time, though. Uh, Podium, I'm going to go Max. Oh, gosh. I need to pick between Signs and Leclerc. And I'm going to go Leclerc. And lastly, I want to, I don't know if it's, I, I like Lewis for the, oh, the third step okay. on the podium. Yeah. After free practice one, I think that's a very good choice. Yeah. He's uh, top currently, uh, we're filming this right now during free practice two. So he's currently top of the standings mm. in FP2 as well. So it, it's a strong choice. I like that podium. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today, you two. Some great opinions there. We'll see, you know, if your podium predictions are correct this weekend. Hayden, we'll, we'll chat about ours. We've already predicted this, so we'll chat about it after and uh, mm -hmm. see if, you know, we can predict some good ones. I don't think we have. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us and thank you for everyone listening or watching this. So if you want to take on our creators, download the Grid Rival app and join the WTF1 League and see if you can beat them this weekend at Bahrain. Thank you again and we'll see you on the next one.